Hey all, and welcome to this week's episode of the Shut Up, Get Up podcast. I'm your host, Mike Muldoon. And I just want to say thanks for joining me uh, this week, as always. And uh, well, today, I want to talk about intelligence. And I'm not talking about IQ. I'm not talking about your ability to explain complex mathematics, such as the Riemann hypothesis, wherein all non-trivial zeros of the Riemann zeta function lie on a straight line in the complex plane all. Wait, what? (laughs) I won't lie. I read that verbatim from a book. You probably knew that. I mean, I've read it numerous times and I I still don't understand it. But today, no. Today, we're going to talk about intelligence that we can all and we should all look to master. And it's the kind of intelligence that, that basically gives you great power and great understanding. It doesn't require having a gift, a mind that understands complex matters, because it's emotional intelligence. It's the ability to identify, understand, and manage our emotions and the emotions of others. You know, it involves recognizing and regulating emotions, both in ourselves and in others, in order to guide our thoughts, behaviors, and interactions with others. You would think something like emotional intelligence would be something that Freud would have found time to talk about in between discussing our relationships with our mothers. But ironically enough, the term wasn't even coined until the 1990s. So basically, while I was a sophomore in high school with you know emotions running all over the place, someone had, and by someone, I mean there was actually two someones. It was a man named Peter Salavoy and John Mayer, and not John Mayer the singer. And they first coined the phrase... In, the article, in this article appropriately titled Emotional Intelligence, it's where they discussed, and I will, I'm definitely going to quote this here, the ability to perceive accurately, appraise, and express emotion, the ability to access and or generate feelings that they facilitate thought, the ability to understand emotion and emotional knowledge, and the ability to regulate emotions to promote emotional and intellectual growth. So they were the first ones that kind of coined it, but later on it was popularized by uh, a psychologist named Daniel Goleman, who's written several books on emotional intelligence. And basically what it's come down to now is they've identified what are now considered the five components of emotional intelligence, which are self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, and social skills. So self-awareness obviously is our ability to recognize and understand our emotions, including, you know, our strengths and our limitations, right? So understanding, monitoring, president, president, present, presently, consciously aware of our emotions and how they're affecting us. So then the second part is self-regulation or some people might refer to as self-management. Well, how do we manage our emotions, our behaviors and our impulses that arise when we have these emotions, right? So you have an emotion, then how do you manage it? Something rises anger in you, how do you manage it? The third one is your motivation. And basically that's just directing your emotions towards a goal or motivation as, as drive to achieving something. 
pretty self-explanatory. If you probably listened to this, you're, uh, you're motivated to improve yourself. And you might have other motivations in other area lives, other things you're trying to achieve. The last two, I think, are the most important if you really want to have good relationships with people. And some of the biggest challenges in relationships come down to the fact that, number one, empathy. If you can't understand the emotions of others, then you don't understand how to respond appropriately. And lastly, social skills, which is, again, the ability to communicate effectively, you know, build and maintain relationships. And in short, play well with others. If you're someone who is looking to improve your life, then working on your emotional intelligence is a must. Because as I've talked about in my past episodes, when I talked about in tears, you know, your thoughts, your emotions, your emotions are your actions, your actions are results. Well, when you're being driven by emotions, you cannot control that vehicle, then it's not going to lead you to a very good place. So when it comes to having really good emotional intelligence, think about how much better your relationships are with others are going to be when you can understand and manage your own, and manage, you know, your own emotions and then recognize and how to respond appropriately to the emotions of others. Like being, you know, if you have this ability, you're going to be more of an effective communicator. You're going to make stronger connections and you're going to have greater trust in your relationships. Again, because you're going to understand how your emotions are driving you. You're going to be able to understand how their emotions, right? That's kind of the empathetic part. And then you're going to realize a better way of communicating with people. I think one of the biggest challenges is romantic relationships. If you're struggling in your romantic relationships, then this is usually the area where, you know, each other, all right, I'm going to say each other because I don't want to blame one person here, are failing. You know, people in relationships who can't express emotions in a healthy and constructive manner, this creates conflict in those relationships. I mean, you don't have to be a famed psychologist to look at a relationship and see this. You know, the thing, you know, these relationships, right, you, you can see them. They got highs and lows, highs and lows, fighting, loving, fighting, loving, blaming, apologizing, blaming, apologize, so on and so forth. You know, one or both parties just do not have a grip on their emotions, which is you know, most likely due to some sort of underlying lack of self-esteem or self-worth or trust, or maybe trust at some point was violated and therefore somebody is unable to forgive, but whatever it is, but this would lead to terrible emotional intelligence and this leads to terrible communication and of course, decision-making. Same goes in a professional setting. I mean, if somebody has poor emotional intelligence, I mean, in a leadership role, Who's going to want to follow someone who can't, you know, basically in layman's terms here, keep their sh- together when things get tough? Who wants to follow someone who shows no empathy, poor communication skills, and a lack of understanding of others? You know, who wants to be around someone who judges or criticizes others without considering their own role in the situation or even attempting to understand the perspectives and the feelings of the people they're dealing with? No one wants to be around those people. So if you're someone who's struggling in emotional intelligence, then it's time to get a grip. It's time to start paying attention to your own emotions and try to identify what triggers them. You know, you might have to start keeping a journal. Like, why am I flying off the handle all the time here? Why is this situation? What Or what is it about it? I know it seems tedious, but you might want to start writing down, why do I feel this way? What was my trigger? For some people, that might be the only way to really sort of hone in on, you know, what is causing. I mean, there's so many people right now, millions of people out right now are tracking their calories. They're tracking your steps. 
Well, if you want to improve your emotional intelligence, you might not, you might not, you might need to start tracking the things that are triggering you. Because once you know your triggers, then you can learn to manage them. And then you can learn how to reframe these negative thoughts that might be happening that are causing these triggers, you know? And then from there, you might be able to start putting yourself in other people's shoes. Try to get a sense about what they're feeling. Now, I never expect you to fully understand, you know, how somebody's feelings. I talked about this again in earlier episodes where I said, you know, you know, don't don't walk in them, just walk with them. When I was talking about, you know, walking in somebody else's shoes, you'll never be able to walk in somebody else's shoes um, because everybody has different journeys and different paths and different ways they got there. But it doesn't necessarily mean you can't find empathy in their situation, right? They may be going through something that maybe you might handle a little bit differently, but you can kind of see why they'd be reacting that way. Therefore, you would be empathetic towards a situation. So you're not necessarily walking in their shoes, but you're being empathetic towards a situation. You know, be an active listener. See, sometimes when we actually just shut the chat that's going on down inside our heads, right? How many times is somebody talking to you and you're already ready to respond? Anybody ready to respond? And then you're getting angry and you're ready to respond. The best way to do it is focus on what you're listening to. Be an active listener. Hear those people. Give them the time. Shut down those voices that are suddenly rising up in you right now and telling you. Be an active listener. Look, emotional intelligence, again, is probably one of the greatest gifts you can give yourselves. And again, it's a gift that is free. You know, I've mentioned Earl Nightingale many times in my uh, podcast, and, I, and I've loved his uh He's the strangest secret. If you haven't listened to it, you should. And there's no secret about it. But he just talks about why people succeed in life and why people fail. But he just, he talks about the fact that the things that we are given for free are the things we tend to value the least, right? Imagination, creativity, thought, all that. You don't pay for any of that stuff. So right here, one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself is improving your emotional intelligence. Because again, it's going to help you have better relationships. You're going to be able to, uh, you know, be able to work to connect better with others on a deeper level. You know, one thing it's going to help you to do is to start showing more interest in people's lives. You know, because you're going to connect again on that deeper level. Uh, it's going to teach you to be more supportive when people need it. You know, these are things that you can do to really start improving your emotional intelligence. And most importantly, people, put your phone down when somebody's talking to you. That's actually just a great place to start. I have no idea where this became normal and accepted behavior where somebody can be trying to talk to you about something and somebody just stares at their phone like, "Uh uh-huh, yep, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. People, put the phone down. So if you're struggling with your emotional intelligence, maybe start there. Start trying to have deeper connections and relationships with people. So look, emotional intelligence, it may take some time. And it will take some time and depending on where you are in life and how far along you've got and what some of the challenges or bad habits you might have in place already that might be affecting it. Look, it it could take some time to redevelop it, you know, and it's going to take practice, but the rewards are beneficial to you and to everyone around you. You know, having a high emotional intelligence just tends to allow you to have 
better health, better mental health, better interpersonal relationships, and overall life satisfaction. Because when you can control your emotions, it's going to help you make better decisions, going to take better actions, you can have better results. All right? So this day forward, if you need it, if you're wondering why you're flying off the handle all the time, you're mad, you're upset, or you can't handle things, you might want to just double check in on where you stand on that emotional intelligence scale. All right, everybody, that's what I got for you today. Thanks for staying with me, as always. Totally appreciate it. You can find me on Mike Muldoon LC on Instagram. I think I did a couple this week. I think I did. I think I'm getting a little bit better. Uh, MikeMuldoonLC.com for my website. If you want to check out a little bit more about me, if you want to get in touch with me, I'd love to hear from you. And other than that, as always, I wish you guys a great weekend. And I got nothing but love for you. Get up.